Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine and we are here for our last year in review. I have my fellow podcast members with me here. I have Holly. Hello. I have Rob. Hi. Scott. Good morning. And Matt. Hi. It's our It's our last episode of the year. Yes. Which is a year in review, but hopefully not our last year in review. I think she meant the last year. The last year in review. Nine. I didn't. The area of the grievances begins now, folks. It's also our Festivus episode, our Christmas episode, and our New Year's episode. So a little bit of it all rolled into one. This is one of our favorite episodes, so we'll just get started with Topping It Off, where we pick a Disney drink from some location. And Holly, you're topping it off this week. All right. I am going to go where we have not gone before. Mm. I don't think anyone has done a Topping It Off here. Um, I'm going to take us over to the Riviera Resort, um, the Bar Bar Reba, Um, and I tried a couple drinks there, (laughs) and one in particular I liked is called the Almonde Grog. Oh boy. Okay, so these are big words. (laughs) So in the Almonde Grog is... Corvorsier versus cognac? Cavassia. Cavassia, thank you. That's the Cavassia. So then Appleton Estate Reserve Blend Rum. Uh, Disserano Originale. Mm. (laughs) Apricot, honey, lemon, and soda water. Wow. That's delicious. it was that really mint. Good. It's got a little spring Yeah, a little Garnish mint on top. <laughs> and it's so funny. I was telling Rob, I was like, I remember it being a good drink, but I can't really give too much detail <laughs> because so you know it's a good drink. If it's in my topping it off folder in my phone, then it's a really good drink. Um, I'm just trying to remember some bits and pieces of it because maybe the, I think this one was like my fourth drink at the moment. So, so kind of strong, I would assume. It, yeah, it's a little strong, but. Um, it was delicious. I think I had two of these. It looks like a brownish. You got two of the same drink. It must have been good. Yeah, yeah. really. Wow. I mean, you gotta... That's a ringing endorsement yeah. with as much variety as there is. Diversity. Yeah, yeah they're, I'm looking at their menu now. They have like nine, what appears to be like nine. I don't think any of these are like the run of the mill, like margarita or whatever yeah. you get. Magic all Star that. Cocktail. Correct. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, it's a, uh, and it, that drink is still on the menu. Yeah. It's $14. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's Steve. That's a lot of alcohol in it. I mean, you know, give it a try. Give it a try. But yeah, it's definitely if you're there, give it a try. All right. So, all right. So, Reva Bar, check that off the list. We've done it. Um, all right, Rob, you got you got news? Uh, yeah, not much. So, well, but we'll we'll plow through it. <laughs> so, um, Disney announced reopening dates for some of the resorts. And it's weird because, like, with two of these, the DVC portion's open. So, like, I don't think of it as, like, they're not open, but the actual hotel portion. Yeah. Right. The regular rooms. Um, kind of saps the uh, grandeur out of it yeah. when yeah. it's already yeah. half open. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, All-Star Movies was supposed to reopen February 9th. It's not reopening until March 22nd. I guess it's a demand thing, I would yeah, assume. Um, Beach Club is going to reopen May 30th. And Wilderness Lodge is going to reopen June 6th. So I guess Disney is not seeing, you know, that demand. That, that huge demand of people that they're hoping to stay for. On, on property. I think especially with the, um, the uh, large rollout of the vaccine, people like the like, light at the end of the tunnel. Late. Like, why would you, like, I feel like the vast majority of people are like, yeah, why don't we wait until we can get the vaccine and then we'll go. Yeah, I, I think like you'll probably see, see a flood of people looking to reserve resorts within come, the next few months. Yeah, yeah April, the, May. The latter half of the year um, of 2021. I think it's going to dip significantly. You're going to see a, a, like the first half of 2021. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, still nothing on the two Orleans resorts. Mm, they they have not even... I mean... And when you think Sorry, about Scott. Riverside, that's yeah. uh, a huge... It is huge. I know my so mom's been waiting for them to reopen that for reservations sometime next year. Well, yeah. I mean, logistically, it makes sense that they're going to open Wilderness Lodge if half of it's DVC because they already have at least some staff there. Yeah. Right. So it's not like Riverside and, and Orleans are just straight up hotel rooms that they need to bring everybody back. I did see that they're bringing some cast members back um, at this point, which is... Which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah, plus the other thing, too, is, 
you would have had people naturally waiting for the 50th anniversary too which is October 1st so people that probably would have went like spring or summer they're probably waiting pushed out because I know like as on the travel agent side like so many people are looking you know that back half of 2021 already even like outside of the whole COVID thing so alright yeah Um, so the this was just funny because it took social media to fix a enormous error that I don't know how this happened but uh, it, it if you follow any, you know, Disney sites or whatnot, um, they were redoing the um, clown. The clown mouth pool. <laughs> the clown mouth pool at uh, the boardwalk. And so it was under construction. Um, and it basically it's a, a mural now mm-hmm. uh, in that new uh, like cartoonish mini Mickey and Minnie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, um, that new design. Um, but it's called the Keister Coaster. Because you ride down on your butt. Very good. Mm-hmm. But but somehow they overlooked the fact they, they had misspelled Keister originally. And it took a post by Zach Ridley, who I mentioned last time on the pod. Um, good follow, good follow. Yes. Yeah. And it's the... So somebody, somebody texted me and they thought I was saying... Oh, I have to look at... He... <laughs> He screwed, I guess I was like saying it too quickly. It's the Zach Ridley. Yeah. So I forget what. Uh, I don't want to call him out on it. It was pretty funny, but uh, we we chuckled about it. But it's the Zach Ridley. Uh, so he posted a picture and that he showed that they were calling it the Keister Coaster, but they had it Keister Coaster, <laughs> and it took like social media to be like, um, that's spelled incorrectly. But then they quickly fixed it. He, yeah, like, it was I mean, within a day. But yeah, it was. I was very I, I, they impressed. They must have been like, "What's the so, correct? Is it? It's it's K E I. They had a K I E. Yeah, well, neighbor and way, right? Key K G. Burgermeister, Burgermeister, neighbor and way. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, but it's basically a mural. But now they got rid of the creepy. You're not coming out of the clown's mouth. Um, that, that resort always deserved a better water slide. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was iconic, that's for sure. Yeah, it was iconic. <laughs> he thought it was saying Zachary Lee. Oh, the Zachary, the Zachary Lee. <laughs> yeah, the, the Zachary yeah, Lee. Yeah. So All right. I, I, I could see. So now I, I realize Zach I have to. Zachary Lee. <laughs> yes, I have to pronounce clear. Enunciate your yeah. syllables. Yes. <laughs> um, we have dates for the. Taste of, what do they call it? Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival starts March third, twenty twenty one. Anybody, anybody want to take a guess when it, they're saying it runs through? June sixth. Yeah, June. June. Yeah, it's the, the weekend after Memorial June, Day. Whenever that yeah. is. Twentieth. Well, Matt wins by process of elimination. The closest, <laughs> July fifth. Ooh. Oh, what? Whoa. Yes, 125 days. At five. At five. <laughs> right? And then it, and then, flower, uh, food and wine started July 15th. <laughs> what are they, they starting had a, food and wine? A confluence of so, two festivals at once. Um, they had to fight. <laughs> yeah. There is no dates for that, but I'm assuming that corresponds to when they did it. Like, I, I'm assuming maybe they're thinking like 2021 is still going to be this uncertain un- unprecedented yeah. <laughs> right i mean like the got one more week to say that and then it's off the table um <laughs> and then i'm thinking 2022 is when they'll probably try and get back to their normal thing but i like this because i mean realistically like this is my favorite festival and logistically i don't know if we could get there before school's out in june yeah you know with all these jobs so it's like this is great. Like we could still go end of June if we wanted yeah, to, exactly. um, and you know experience this. So sweat um, your sweat your face off. Yes. Oh hot, God. That's a hot time. Yeah. That's a hot hot. You don't want to spend time in that pyramid. They're saying uh, more than twenty outdoor kitchens, no menus or anything okay. released as. That's of, usually like mid February we get those menus. Yeah. So, but they're still calling it taste of. Just there. Yeah. Oh, so it's not the full-blown flower and garden. It's the taste. They said they're still going to have the topiaries. Um, 
but not I would not assume much. no, like, butterfly thing. That's a little close quarters. That's true. Probably. Anyway. Yeah. All right. And they're still doing the art fe- the art. Fe- oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I figured, because I don't think any of us will be going to that. Um, they announced, it, that's kind of, where is it? Um, they announced that they have the booths. Booths. I can never say that word. I always struggle with it. Booths. So that's running January 8th through February 22nd. So basically that, like, then they have the, what, week, two weeks? Then it goes, rolls right into... I think, too, that's, again, a logistical thing. They don't want to have to move those booths in and out. I'm getting better at saying it. Um, But they have quite a a few... um, Booths. Um, <laughs> you really put yourself. Yeah, to I know. The I know. But I know what else I'm trying to. Um, Kiosk. Yeah. Kiosks. Kiosks. There Kiosks. we go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. All right. And then Let's... lastly, we'll stay at Epcot. Um, the front of Epcot is finally completed, so no more construction walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, they revealed the new fountain. Um, the uh, pylons or. Whatever monoliths. Isn't that like <laughs> such a romantic way to describe the front? A pylon, the pylons at the front of the park. Um, but it it looks really nice. It's it flows. So I've seen some videos, some pictures. Um, it's just so much better without those giant stone oh, things. Yeah. I don't know. Oops. Monoliths. Oops. monoliths. Yeah, those are monoliths. Yeah, yeah those are monoliths. <laughs> Well, it's exciting. Yeah. So and and now where's the construction? That. Like, is now, like, in a bench yeah. and back? Yeah. I mean, it, I keep seeing pictures bad. of that's. It looks like they're keeping, like, the main roof structure. I haven't seen that removed yet. Yeah. Hmm. But maybe that's just the last thing that has to go. I, um, I have no idea. Yeah. I know. Um, we shall see. Yeah. We so. shall. All right. Is that's that it. it for the news? Yeah, yep. All right. It's, it's been slow. Uneventful week. Yeah. All right. Well, we will get started on our 2020 year in review, and this is definitely going to be unlike our other years, guys. Uh, we have someone who wasn't at the parks this year, so <laughs> I'm gonna do the best we're, we're going to stretch <laughs> and and do what we can. Um, go can ahead. We just, I, I think we should say as, as a group, right, like we're probably going to complain about things that like what might seem petty yes. <laughs> in the grand scheme of life, right? So mm-hmm. be aware. We're fully aware, like, you know, there's much more important things in life that the things we're going to complain about. So right. we, we recognize that. We but. find that being petty helps us with the major issues. <laughs> yes, it helps us cope. It's a coping mechanism. That's a good, that's a good preface to yeah. this. Yes. We, we, have, we have awareness. Right. Yeah. Um, all right, so in tradition, like we always do, I always go back to the year before and listen to last year's podcast, um, and I I make note of what all our because the first question is what are our goals for twenty twenty one, and so last year's goals I listened to just this morning, and here's a little bit of trivia about those goals. Mm-hmm. Only one person sitting at this table reach their goal i can't imagine it was scott unless who, your goal was not go to disney at all who was the person me okay probably you or matt you probably wanted to ride rise of the resistance yeah i think that was probably mm-hmm. like my only goal you're incorrect ah uh, holly is is rob Wow. Yeah, he wanted to add more resorts to the mix, and I believe you got two of the resorts that you mentioned. You said that there were three that you wanted to do. Oh, did I? Did I say specific you ones? You said contemporary, grand flow, and yeah. Oh, okay. And you did two of those yes. three, correct? Contemporary and grand Floridian. Okay. Yes. Um, so just to go over everybody else's, <laughs> so we can just wallow in sadness. Great. Uh, Scott, you, do you remember what you wanted? I imagine I wanted to do a run Disney event. You did not. You wanted to go to a water park. Oh, well that didn't happen. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Holly, do you remember what you wanted to do? Get ears made. No, that was from the prior year that you just, you never carried that into <laughs> this year. You never carried it in? Yep, no. <laughs> you had a new one that also did not occur you wanted to do all the festivals this year so you wanted to go to all four yeah, and we got COVID. yeah we it got could have been out. done it could have been done <laughs> um what'd you want i was so 
damn close with my stay at Riviera club level. Oh, my trip got oh. canceled about two weeks before we were supposed <laughs> to stay at Boardwalk's club level, and I was gonna carry that over into this year, but I don't even know if that's ever gonna come back, which is so sad. Eventually, maybe like in right. two years, but right. I don't think that's coming back in 2021. Um, and Matt, do you remember what yours was? No. Matt at the time said he was really burnt out in the parks and he wasn't, he wasn't as enthused about going to the parks. So he wanted to go to Alani this year. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah. And I was very excited about that yeah, goal we were as gonna, well. We, we wanted to do that. Yeah. Well. Well, here we are. So. Well, at least, I mean, I was burnt out in the parks, I guess. This is all your fault. Yeah, this is, you <laughs> did your wish. You got your wish. The old monkey's paw. <laughs> all right, Matt. So since you're it's the good. last one and you're sitting next to me, what is your goal for 2021? I have a habit of, of making lofty um, goals. So I, I kept it really uh, what seems to be attainable. I just want to visit Disneyland DCA in 2021. That's it. Okay. Scott, what's yours? Um, well, I have two. Uh, one is probably one that I would have had for this past year, but I don't know why I didn't have it. Uh, I would like to ride Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And uh, just more generally, I'd like a traditional park trip. No masks, have park hopping back, making decisions on a whim. Okay. I'm hoping uh, that that comes back this year. Yeah. yeah. I, I likewise said Disneyland. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be two years uh, this upcoming summer that, Oof. I mean, yeah, where we were going multiple times a year there for a couple years in a row. So You guys have been more recently than... Me and Scott and Rob are the last ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because you went in we July went of 19. August. I do like DCA so much. It's the That's, best. Mm-hmm. I wish it was the Florida park. I know, I do too. It's my favorite park. <laughs> Holly, what's yours? I'm keeping it very simple. Mm-hmm. Just take me to any Disney park. Any Disney any park. Any Disney okay. park. All right. I like that. I like the attainable. In the United States of America. Okay. (laughs) All right. Keeping it. Keeping it simple. Yep. Uh, my goal is an amalgamation of all of your goals. <laughs> I figured someone would say go to Disneyland. That is also my goal. I want to go to Disneyland this year. Um, and I want to be in Disney World without a mask. Excellent. Um, all right. So, Scott, we're going to start with you. Mm-hmm. Biggest Disney disappointment. Um, well, the first thing I have here is gestures broadly. All of this. <laughs> yes. Um, but the thing that I said, said specifically here, my biggest disappointment for this year is all of the staff cuts that Disney made. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think we all recognize why they did it, but it's also disappointing that there wasn't more that they could do to just carry it over for the year where they were going to be in a tough situation with all of those devoted Disney employees who they had for many, many years and then kind of cut out of the blue. I think that's my biggest disappointment. Yes. Um, Gosh, after you say that, mine feels... (laughs) I didn't mean for (laughs) for it to make it... No, I understand. I understand. Uh, (laughs) The thing that was disappointing um, was the removal of park hopping. Mm. Uh, from a park going experience, I didn't realize how integral uh, that is. Yeah, how much that is like the the I guess because for us as annual pass holders, it's hard to put a monetary value on that. Like you could figure it out when you buy tickets and whatnot, but um, it it's so integral to your park going experience and being there on vacation. But uh, so that was a disappointment. Yeah, yeah big time. Holly? Yep. I kind of said the same thing as Rob, park hopping and just, I don't know, like the overall feel with everything that's going on. I mean, different times and it just sucks. (laughs) I mean. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, I said the same thing as Scott (laughs) laying off thousands of cast members. Totally. I think it just feels sad. Like, I, I, I have not been there to experience what that's like, but I imagine it being a sparser place without as many of the cast members that they had before. Mm-hmm. You notice it, I'll, I'll speak, I think you notice it the most in World Showcase mm-hmm. where the cultural representation it's is missing. not there. You know, like... We had yeah. an American waiter at La Salier, which was very strange. Oof, I did yeah. not like that. Yeah. I did not like that. 
Um, I went a, a different route for mine, and that's the release of Mulan, which hits a trifecta of of bad uh, from one the thirty dollar price tag on top of having to pay for Disney Plus. Two and and probably the biggest one was the backlash that Disney received for their support of uh, and a seemingly oppressive Chinese regime that is rife with human rights issues and them kind of doubling down on being like, thanks to China and that that whole backlash. And three, um, and again, I haven't seen it, but the reviews then were that the movie wasn't even that good. <laughs> so it was just like, it was the true trifecta of Mulan <clears throat> just being kind of a disaster that they really didn't want. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say that's the my that's biggest disappointment. Disney disappointment. Okay. All right. And then... You went. You started yes, with me. I started with you, Scott. Okay, so Rob, you're up with uh, Redemption of the Year. Okay, so this one, uh, you're gonna, I think, be a little bit surprised. Uh, we had a, a, when I say a terrible experience, um, through no fault of anyone or anything, it was just, I think we were just miserable and hot and stuff when we first did this place, and um, the drinks weren't that great. But Enchanted Rose uh, at the Grand Floridian. Um, and then we went there when we stayed there in August. Um, they were about like we, there was no one there. Um, I think they were about to <laughs> shut up shop. We come <laughs> meandering in pretty late. Um, they stayed open, um, served us a couple drinks. Like the bartender, there was two of them there. Like they were between cleaning and you know serving us. Um, they talked to us and chatted with us for quite a while. So. Um, it was more of like just the cast member experience and things like that, but it definitely redeemed itself. Mm-hmm. Good. Holly, what's yours? Um, mine was the same as Rob. I know, it was tough this I year. Mean, things are different things. <laughs> I mean, it was really cool. We, we kind of were there. We, we closed down the bar, so. That's and nice. They were, the cast members were super friendly, went out of their way. I mean, that's good. so yeah. That's one I would like to try again because I did not. Wait, did we even get a drink there? I don't even. I don't remember. think we did. We sat down. And we were like, mm, no, <clears throat> like so, so turned off by the prices and the everything. All right, um, my redemption of the year. This is a weird one. This was a stretch. <laughs> this was the hardest one for me. Um, I said City Works. Uh, the first time I went to City Works was in October. Uh, my first time there. And I ordered just, like, a real dumbass drink. Like, I just ordered something that was so weird and stupid that I was like, why did I do this? It was, like, a blue seltzer. And it was, like, kind of like an alcoholic LaCroix. Uh, Yeah, I guess it was sort of like a white claw, but it was, like, sort of like a beer, and it was blue. It was just a strange-ass drink to have before you sit down for a dinner. Um, So I was like, what did I do? Um, but then in November we went back to City Works and I ordered like I don't know a human who enjoys drinking beer yep. and ordered a flight that was absolutely delicious. So through no fault of City Works, my own fault, I'm redeeming City Works and would like to go back again. Hmm. I skipped this one. I literally just couldn't. Oh think wow! Of one. Yeah, sorry, it's unprecedented. This is the only one I skipped. I don't have one. I'm okay. sorry. No redemptions. Apologies. No redemptions in this house. Um, I actually came up with one. Um, <laughs> my my redemption is perhaps a bit of a head scratcher. I said my redemption is Disney Plus, and my reasoning for that is that I was not super hooked on Disney Plus in the first year of its um, nascency. Uh, like That's I like keyword. is that a word? Nascency. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know the is that definition. A right word? I mean, it is a word. <laughs> um, I, I liked The Mandalorian the first year, but besides that, I didn't do a whole lot of watching of Disney Plus or the stuff that was on it. But this year, there's really been a lot more on there that I've enjoyed. They brought the movies there. Um, I saw Hamilton for the first time on there, and I've loved that. Um, there's just been a ton of great stuff that they brought onto that that's really grabbed my attention, and I'm watching that as much as I'm watching Netflix or Hulu now. So for me, that has been a big redemption this year of the quality of the stuff that they have on there all right 
I am off on my my, uh, <laughs> my crew here. We're all staring at Catherine. Yeah, I'm like, stop it. All right. Oh, Holly, we're going to start with you that the cast member experience of the year. Okay. I would have to go with when we stayed at the beach club. We were at the gift shop, and I think I was buying, I was buying red ears, and he bought a dessert but didn't buy me anything. And I was like, She's oh, pointing at Rob. Really, yeah, me. pointing at Rob. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I could really have gone something. Like, they had this, like, cheesecake thing. It looked really delicious. And the lady legit just gave it to me for free. She's like, Aww. you can have it. That's a Disney magic. She's uh, like, sweet. so at, that was the cool, coolest, probably overheard my conversation with this one. But, <laughs> like, you don't think of your wife? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to save a marriage today. <laughs> this cheesecake uh, is the peace, the, the peace offering. You don't mess with cheesecake. <laughs> so, yeah, she that was really super sweet to her. So, um, All right, I think mine, um, I know we kind of talked about this in October when we were talking about that it's definitely not the year to go to Disney with a really big group, um, but some a cast member who made that completely possible is philip at the polynesian um he worked up at the tambu lounge we sat in those chairs outside with the couch um and he was like they those those seats aren't to be served and he served us as they were like assigned to him um Mm -hmm. we didn't have to get up he was able to take care of everything and was very accommodating helped us move chairs like so we could all sit together um which was really nice of him and he usually works at the Grand Floridian but he was at the Polynesian that night and I saw him again in November so Philip mm-hmm. at the Polynesian great job um my cast member experience of the year was <laughs> Catherine and I were trying to think of this I think his name is Garrett I'm pretty sure his name was Garrett he was our server when Catherine and I ate dinner at the Allen Compass um, not the lounge that was the first time that we'd ever um eaten at the main uh, dining area of Allen Compass, which is in the Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. I, I always confuse Yacht and Beach Club. It's at the Yacht Club. Um, he was just a great server, um, just all across the board. That good, uh, unexpected Disney personal touch. Um, he was very attentive. Um, you know, again, we didn't have a lot of um, intimate cast member interaction this year, and he, but he really stood out. So thanks, Garrett, I think. <laughs> That's what I wrote on the, like, I, I wrote Garrett in parentheses, I think, from right. Alley Compass. Scott, what do you have? All right, you got well, one? I, I do. I, I came up with something. Um, I did have some cancellation work and scheduling work, because I originally was trying to go down in October with the, with the rest of everybody, and there was some coordinating I had to do with resorts and things like that. Um, I just have to say that the cast members who are on the phone are doing a yeoman's work this year Mm -hmm. because, like, I can only imagine the crap that people are putting them through, you know, and I, having worked in customer service before, I know that that is such a pain and you're just doing the best you can and sometimes there are things you can't do for people. Um, But I had all positive experiences. I mean, they did what I needed them to do when I had to cancel, you know, I, I was able to cancel everything. I, I just have to give them credit. So that, you know, it's more general. I don't remember mm-hmm. any of the specific people I worked with. But, you know, as far as cast member experiences go, the folks on the phone were great. I echo that. After a long, long After, wait. Yeah. Like, you waited on Oh, yeah, because those were like an hour long wait. People were probably pissed so before they got there. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rob, what do you have? I, I had the same story as, as Holly, but I was just thinking of something else. Um where it was like, oh, this was, and it's not one particular cast member, but um, when we went in August, the, the the cultural representation was still there, um, and so we entered International Gateway, and like as you got through there, like you walk, you know, around the bend there up towards the bridge, and um, a bunch of them were out there with their flags and stuff oh, and like thanking people for coming in yeah. and stuff so it was just yeah, yeah. just a really cool, hmm, exp- cool like just yeah overall mm-hmm. um, just nice to see them out there thanking everybody so nice yeah awesome all right so uh this one i'm going to start with this is the biggest surprise which is the small expectation award 
Um, we talked about this on our last episode. I have to go with Terralina Crafted Italian, the restaurant in Disney Springs, the place to be. Um, really uh, great food, great service, great availability, great price, great value. A's across the board. Matt. Um, my biggest surprise was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, you know, after, you know, replacing a beloved ride, especially in this household and the great movie <laughs> ride, um, you know, my expectations were, I thought it was going to be good, but I, I really didn't expect just how much I would enjoy it. I just thought it was so, um, charming and, um, yeah, I, it's adorable. Like I just, I, I really enjoyed it and I didn't have a, a huge expectation for it. So Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Good. Scotty? My big, biggest... Uh, what was Small it expectations. Small expectations. Biggest surprise. Uh, was all of the new stuff, Star Wars stuff they're bringing out. <laughs> I did not expect that. I expected, you know, another season of Mandalorian. I expected Obi-Wan TV show. All of the stuff that they dropped here in December, or maybe it was at the end of November, I forget exactly when, they, when it came down, blew my mind. And... I'm very excited about that. All right. Yeah, it's huge. That is a good one. Rob? Uh, I'm going to go food as well. Uh, back in August, we had tried Regal Eagle Smokehouse mm. in Epcot at the American Adventure. Um, you know, I, I just thought it would be like basic barbecue, but it was really good. They have like four different sauces. Um, yeah, so um, it's a nice... When the few times there are no festivals, this would be a really good uh, like lunch option um, in in Epcot. So, Regal Eagle. Regal is Eagle. The, it, does that have a mascot? Is the mascot Sam Eagle? Because yes, is yeah, it? Yeah, okay. I mean it's all uh, Muppets themed. Awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. <clears throat> Holly, what was your biggest surprise, smallest expectation? I kind of have to agree with Matt. Mickey and Minnie's uh, Runaway. Railway, did I get that right? It is. I mean, I really went into it like with no high expectations, but it really surprised me. Yeah, it's really so, good. Yeah, it's more complex than you think. All right, um, all right. So we're gonna do best Disney drink, and we're gonna start with Matt. Okay, um, my best Disney drink uh, is one that I, I this might be a, a spoiler because I might still use this as a uh, <laughs> as a topping it off later on. Um, and it was at Kimono's and it is the Yuzuri Whiskey Sour. And what that is comprised of is Kakori Whiskey, um, the Yuzuri Yuzu Liqueur and fresh egg whites. So it's it's a it's an Asian take on the traditional whiskey sour um, and that's where the um, the yuzu liqueur comes in and it's, it's really good. It was, it was just, I, I like a whiskey sour in general and this was a cool, uh, spin on it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, Scott, what you got? Here's where I take my pass. Oh, on okay. This You're one. taking your pass. <laughs> um, I'm going with my classic. I say it all the time. Um, my favorite festival drink, my favorite probably beer, uh, around three daughters brewing awake coffee blonde ale, uh, <laughs> from hops and what? No, not hops and barley. What's the kiosk? Um, crap. Uh, what America. The hell? Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, what's the name of it? Uh, um, not hops and barley. Um, Fucking drum? No. no. No, that's the other one. That's. Um, oh that's, my god. Um, We're terrible. I know. Holy cow. Someone is screaming at their. <laughs> <laughs> at their it's like hops right and barley, but it, yeah, it, right? It's like. It's like fife and drum. No, no. no, no. That's I said it again. <laughs> still, still no. Oh my! I'm looking it up. Well, okay. But yeah, that's I mean, the kiosk in America for the festival. Yes, um, I always get. I mean, I get tons of these every festival. It's just so good. So yes, if, if we if figure it out, we'll say it. But okay. oh my God, why can't I? I mean, Matt's gonna figure it out. He's behind a computer. I hope he can figure I... out how to how to Google. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, Holly, what is your best Disney drink? Um, mine is the strawberry lemonade moonshine oh. at Homecoming. That was delicious. <laughs> was that it? was delicious. I forgot. I was like, oh crap, I forgot about that. That was really good. I feel like when I go there, I just, I have all these like Homecoming bottles that mm-hmm. I should just like stock up on them, bring them back to the resort. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, mine I'm not revealing because it is my future topping it off. And it was so good that it may be my favorite Disney drink. And so is that something for a, a teaser or what? Dun, dun, dun. Um, so I'm not going to say it, but what I'm going to say was a very 2020 Disney drink was the slight change in Cronenberg Block to be Cronenberg ah. Fruit Rouge. Like, totally, like, a sign of, like, things are not normal. Even the thing that you love the most is slightly different this year. So we're going to say that the Disney Drake of 2020 was Crony Fruit Rouge. All right, Matt, what do you got? I'll, I'll, it's I'll, hops and barley. It is. It, we're thinking yeah. of Block and Hans. Is the, Block and Hans, Fife and yeah. Drum, Hops and Barley. I already said my drink. I started, so oh, we're right. now okay. in the next category. <laughs> okay, so you're. So we're going to start with Scott. Okay. The best Disney movie. Best Disney movie this year, and there's only a couple if you count, even if you count live action. So my favorite this year was Onward from back in March. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was I forgot a good about one. that. That was a good one. That came out Rob? Uh, I took liberty with this, so uh, I don't think I've seen any uh, Disney movies. I, I did watch some of Mulan yesterday. Uh, That's a meh cut. Meh. No, so um, I'm taking some liberty and saying The Mandalorian as the uh, best Disney. Uh, so whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is like me picking Splinters, my favorite Disney <laughs> turtle. I agree. Sure is. I agree. But, that is quite the liberty. No, the rules were that we could... <laughs> We could adjust based on 2020. So to change the fundamental definition of what we all know as a movie. Yeah, I agree. That's what (laughs) I changed it to best Disney series. Okay. All right. Um, So, Holly, what was yours? Sleep at night. That's fine. Um, Oh my gosh, this was so hard because, like, I'm literally trying to backtrack and think what came out Mm -hmm. because there was Onward. Soul, Soul, Mulan. Mulan. That was pretty much it, right? In 2020? Yeah, there were no Marvel movies this year, right? Did Ray and the Last Dragon come out? Or is that, no. That's February. Nah. Yeah. No. It was supposed Soul. to be November, but... Yeah. Um, I went with Soul. I watched it yesterday, and I liked it. Um, I thought it had like a nice little message, which surprisingly, I always cry at Disney Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't cry, which was like, I don't know. I don't know if I should be really worried about myself right now <laughs> that like I'm not, not showing emotion. Numb, numb to everything. <laughs> I'm just like emotionally numb all the way around. But um, oh, this one was really hard. Okay. Well, so, that's a good answer. No one, mean, else, no one else said it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Surprising. It's only been out for three days. I meant to watch it on, uh, but it's just been kind of a whirlwind weekend. So, all right, I'm uh, I'm also bending the rules a bit, but I think <laughs> mine's less bendy than Rob's. <laughs> I gotta say, Hamilton. This is the uh, year of Hamilton for me. Does that count as a Disney? Because I like Why that not? better than it Onward. Was a, it, it was, was a, released exclusively on Disney on, Plus. Okay. Never been released before. I'm changing my answer. Then I'm okay. going with that. All right, Matt. Uh, I also went with Onward. Um, Man, I kind of feel bad for Onward um, because it was. It got the raw deal this year. They just, they, I mean, I guess no fault of of anyone. Like, they had to put it out, but it really just got put out to pasture, essentially. And for our listeners, if you you haven't seen Onward because of the weird um, time in which it was released and that it kind of came and went with no fanfare, it was really a delightful movie. Was was that Pixar? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. I thought it was so funny. It was. It good. was very charming. Like it. It. It was really good. That talk about um, small expectations. Like I, I didn't know much about that. Um, you guys knew a lot more about it. The ones. Uh, the three who went mm. to um, D twenty three Expo because I think that you we got saw some clips. an extended yeah. uh, peek at that. But I, I really liked it. Uh, and maybe my my answer would be um, my answer would be different if I had already seen Soul. I anticipate really liking it, but um, haven't seen it. So okay. onward. All right. It, it did come out March sixth. Like it, yeah, this was right. Worst. So that was right around the time when the pandemic yes. Yes. started. Yeah, it was well, at least here. it was. Well, it was thirteenth. It came out in movies first, and then they were like, oh, yeah, movie yeah. theaters are closing. We have to, like, scramble. And that was... Because the quarantine stuff started, I think, on the 13th. Because yep. yep. I remember yeah. it was a Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th, and yeah. Alrighty. Aww. Okay, so now we have favorite new thing. So, uh, Rob, I believe we're starting with you. I literally left this one blank. Okay. <laughs> Can you uh, think of anything? Really? I mean, the, yeah, because, I mean, I feel like... Uh, well, well, 
Well, you did Mickey and Minnie this year. For yeah, the first time. It, uh, yeah, it would be that, or um, it was the first time or experiencing uh, Riviera, Riviera. I was gonna say, which I did. Like, I I really enjoyed the uh, the Skyliner it's, connection. Like, it just feels like it's almost like boardwalk adjacent. So, like, you're staying there, and it's like, oh, we could just swing over to to the Riviera for a drink or just hang out there. So, um, that's probably favorite new thing. Paul, what's your favorite new thing? Um, I have two. Like one um, is staying at the different resorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of cool to do. Check a couple off our list. And Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. <laughs> yes. I feel like I have to really like Runaway Railway. Um, I was really blown away by that ride. So I didn't realize it was trackless. Yeah, it's really good. So it's a really great ride. But yeah. Uh, my favorite new thing is new to me, not new to 2020, Rise of the Resistance. Hands yeah. down, mm-hmm. it's freaking un- goddamn believable. Yeah. <laughs> Came out in December of 2019, but I didn't get to experience it in 2019, so that's my best new thing as well. Uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. I don't have one. Okay, that's yeah. fine. I know. Hamilton. Hamilton was a this is a bit this is like this was the a big year of me Hamilton. For Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that so much. Alright. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Oh, oh it's dude. so good. I know. Neither has Matt. I mean I went you to saw, I saw yeah, it in I saw it live. I I love the original cast though. Um, alright, so then we have the best food experience. We're gonna start with Holly. Okay, right? am I saying this right? Il Molino? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, first, time, <laughs> first time ever going there. We went in August. I was just blown away. It's so good. I was so blown away. You so, know what's the nice delicious. thing about Il Molino is it's all over the United States, so there are Il Molinos in other places. Like there is. There sure They're is. not knew that. That's yeah, I did not know that either. Yep. Um, mine, this was the easiest for me. I, hands down, best meal I've had all year, Blue Zoo. Hands down. Amazing. I had Chilean sea bass, which I do not eat. Oh, yeah. It was the most delicious thing ever. It was like in a soy glaze. They have risotto balls. I had the most delicious drinks. And it was was so good. I love Blue Zoo. I will want to go back there 100%. Blue Zoo was excellent. We need to eat there. Yeah. I've Um, only ever eaten appetizers there. Yeah, there's the lounge, but we, we did like sitting down in the dining room for dinner and not just like I feel like that's a good drink place because we yeah. always stay at those Swan and Dolphin but yeah um yeah that's a good answer um my best food experience was was some one that um Catherine alluded to earlier and that's um Terralina Crafted Italian at Disney Springs um just like excellent server I had a freaking I wasn't like super hungry which and I I anticipate so I was like I'm gonna get a sandwich but the sandwich was ginormous it was a chicken parm sandwich and it was delicious it was just like perfectly breaded chicken with just like a mountain of melted cheese and we have like a helicopter flying overhead taking a plane break taking a plane break (laughs) um yeah terralina crafted italian was delicious I'm eager to try that because I, I think the last time I was there it was something else. I forgot yeah, what Portobello. it was. Portobello. Yeah, Portobello. Yeah. And it was really good. That would have, like, if, if you gave, like, predictions of, like, what 2020, like, what, what, Matt? What did you? Uh, like, that would have been, like, the like probably in the last 10 restaurants I would have picked the, like, all Disney property. I am telling <laughs> you, it was such a good surprise and it was more delightful to me that we were able to get in because that was, like, stressful trying to find somewhere to go at the last minute was not an easy thing and like the fact that this popped up it's on open table not necessarily the disney website oh phenomenal phenomenal scott you got anything you you stretched this one okay i tried for a lot of these but some of the food ones are just yeah yeah i know Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Rob, did we say yours? No, we did not. So um, this was one that I wanted to try with Holly in August. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. uh, it was within the NBA bubble (laughs) at the Grand Floridian. But uh, Narcuzzi's, the the lobster was just insanely delicious. So I have yet to forget you. (laughs) I know. I know. It was, yeah. We're going to go next trip, I promise. This party's like, oh, I'm like, what are you doing for dinner? 
Oh, we're going to Narcuzzi's <laughs> as I'm eating a bowl of like Chef Boyardee ravioli. <laughs> That's not okay. I was like, why did he even tell me? <laughs> like, this is not okay. <laughs> no. Holly, did we start with you on that one? Uh, yes. yes okay. So it's you. Okay. All right. So this is the best kiosk item from an Epcot festival. Um, this is another strange one. That freaking pizza in Italy was my favorite. What thing. was it? It was pizza. <laughs> it was so I thought you good. said African pizza. No, no, no. That freaking pizza. Okay. African <laughs> pizza in Italy. All right. I was like, wait. That's what? when Mussolini took over yes. Ethiopia. Yep. African pizza. It, Sorry. Was del- it was delicious. Matt, what's yours? Mine is um, was my favorite from last year, except new new name, same thing. The chimichurri up offense from Flavors from Fire. Um, this year they really <laughs> leaned into their NFL first. on ESPN uh, sponsorship of that booth and renamed all of the food items <laughs> into friggin' football, American football themed uh, things. The chimichurri up offense is that chimichurri skirt steak and it's on that corn cake and it has that slaw and the vegetable slaw and aioli. Oh my god, it's so good. So funny that one day, I it was pouring down rain. I walked from the boardwalk to Flavors from Fire. It started just raining so hard right as I got it. And I just hovered over like a garbage can as like rain just like piled down on my skirt steak. And I just like ate it just like oh, sopping wet corn cake. And I was like, it's still good. It's still good. But then I went back at when it was fair weather the next day because I felt like my... Experience was cheapened, but yes, the chimichurri <laughs> up offense. <laughs> what was what was the drink? Oh Jesus, the, the swine brine. Uh, let me let me just give a shout out to Amy and the swine oh, brine because that's God. all I really heard about for. <laughs> it was like orange juice with a wing <laughs> on it. It was so weird. That she was also the flavors from fire. Yeah, yeah, that's she what made me think of it. it. And she like went out of her way like four times to go get it. Yeah, she talked about it a lot, and she I saw sure it numerous did. times on her Instagram. I also got the s'mores whoopie pie lawn. How was that? It's good. They need to not <laughs> do this dumb naming stuff ever again because it's embarrassing for oh, them. Chimichurri the up we, offense. We've said pile on too many times on this podcast today. Pile on. Yes. That's your drink word. Rob, what was? Uh, so sorry, my, Scott. Skipping over. No, you no. got swine brine. <laughs> I t- I'll your, take swine brine. Um, I will go with the buffalo chicken mac and cheese from the mac and cheese kiosk. Um, this I call this an adult version of mac and cheese. Um, it was the the they put like chunks of blue cheese crumbles in it, which made it so to me good. more adultish. Yeah, that was good. Um, it was just really really good. Holly, what you got? I went with the lobster mac and cheese. <laughs> oh. That was my fa- that was my favorite. There. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Give me a lobster mac every time. <sighs> All right. Um, every so, time. Matt, what's your resort of the year? That would be the Disney Swan Hotel, Catherine. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we stayed there for the first time. We stayed at the Dolphin before, but this is the first time we stayed at the Swan um, a few months back. And I just had a great time there. Um, it's it, There are these weird, because they're not technically, like, Disney hotels, you know, they're in that weird gray area. Um, they're like, they're unlike most of the Disney resort hotels. And there's like, they kind of skew a little bit more luxury, more like a, a, a Vegas strip hotel, but like a nicer one. And, um, I just think they have both Swan and Dolphin have just great food and drink options. And the rooms are really nice. I just, I really enjoyed my stay at the Swan hotel. Fuel. Fuel? Oh, fuel. <laughs> no, fuel's in... Uh... Fuel's in Dolphin. Yeah, well, he was selling Swan and Dolphin. I'm selling them both. All right, Scott, you got, yeah, any, I got, you got I, any comment here? I got a comment here. My, my comment was the resort, the resort of the year is three resorts. Three, I think. Um, the Coronado... Grand Flow and I guess Yacht Club, oh, yeah. the I NBA Bubble yes, Resorts bubble. that yes. actually kept sports alive in the heart of the mm-hmm. pandemic this year. I think that was really cool. It was exciting that they were part of that, and they get my resort of the year for that. Right. Get the silver medal. Yeah, there you because go. Of, um, what's his name? Adam Silver. Adam Silver. Oh, I mm. got. 
Um, Good one. I almost called him Nate Silver. Yeah, that's <laughs> still like different. <laughs> yep. Nope. Um, Rob, your resort of the year. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Beach Club Villas. Um, love the stay there. Uh, if people hadn't listened to our trip review, uh, we had booked a studio on DVC points, and randomly um, they gave us a one bedroom. Um, I didn't ask questions, so I don't know how it happened. They, well, no, they, you're like, should we tell someone? No, no right. No, we're no. already in here. Yeah, no. we, I did online check-in. It showed that it was a. One I bed. imagine I, Rob just like backing slowly away, like, okay, okay. Well, we went straight to the room, and I was like, "Call, oh, just unpack." I was like, "They're not gonna make us like <laughs> touch everything." Look at yeah, everything. I was up. like, "They're not gonna make us unpack if we're everything's just unloaded." <laughs> So, oh, and it was, it was ready super early. Like we checked out of Grand Floridian and went straight there. It was, it was perfect. Um, so just based on that alone, um, great location. Just mm-hmm. awesome. Holly, what was yours? Uh, beach club. Yeah. <laughs> beach club all the way. Yeah. Um, mine, I had this one, but actually I've been thinking around the table here. I gotta say the Polynesian. <laughs> I... Absolutely. I cannot say it enough. I love those DVC rooms at the Polynesian. They are fabulous. If you have not stayed in a DVC studio at the Polynesian, it is so much nicer than the other DVC studios. I believe uh, Grand Flow is on the same level. Um, But they're like the newer ones, and they're so just relaxing and they have everything you need and they're very spacious. I love those rooms and I love that resort. And that just to me like was a bright spot in an otherwise kind of crap. Here's a question for you. If you could flip a switch and switch the Polynesian with boardwalk, would you do it? Absolutely. Like the the location. Yeah. Yeah, Oh yes. That's, that's the only knock I have on the Polynesian. I probably like the Polynesian and boardwalk evenly. But my knock is I don't like to go to the Magic Kingdom as much. But for this particular trip, Matt and I were kind of like, well, if we're just hanging out by the pool, like, we don't feel the need to, like, go crazy at the parks, which, mm-hmm. like, yeah. we ended up going kind of crazy. Like, we, <laughs> we went to the Magic Kingdom, like, really early the one day and did as much as we could. But, like, we still went to Kona Cafe. We did Tambu Lounge. I went to Captain Coats. Like, I did. I tried to do everything the Polynesian had to offer. And it That's, was. Yeah. I'm thinking of a fun game, which would be. You can't keep any resort or any resort in the location it is now. Where would you put everything? Well, I would put the All Star Sports in another city. In a, gar- <laughs> in a garbage can. Because I would never want to deal with it. All right, um, middle finger award, Scott. Okay, I got, I got one. I got a lot of problems with you people. Um, my middle finger award goes to. And I'm not going to be very specific here. Everyone who mismanaged the pandemic so profoundly that I wasn't able to go to Disney this year. That yeah. is my middle finger, finger award. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people that that middle finger goes to. But yep, pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I put mine as COVID. So, I mean, however you want. I don't even blame I mean, the disease. The disease has no, you know, right, power to right, right. I mean, yeah, it's all Viruses that. are not alive, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Holly. I got a double middle finger. All right. One is COVID in general, just how it was dealt. Like, I agree with you, Scott. And two, no fast pass. <laughs> no fast. All right, all right. That's fair. I mean, they're towards the end. It's like they're increasing part In no particular order. Yeah, yeah. Can't My, get on rides. Minus COVID. Yeah, I mean, come on. There's, there's a clear, there's a clear middle finger. F you COVID. F you COVID. Mm-hmm. All right. In memoriam. Rob, what you got? It, I, I, I had left this one blank too. I, I was like, eh, I don't know if there's anything that necessarily went away. Um, but but the Scott's um, notion with the resorts. Uh, NBA bubble. Mm. I, I was obsessed with the NBA bubble. Um, Twitter. Oh the God. like Seeing all the people like. The, the players like experiencing the resorts and talking about it, like <laughs> like hating on some stuff, but yet like you know enjoying some other stuff, seeing like what kind of wine they were drinking every night at Narcuzzi's as they had it in the bubble. Um, I I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot it, of fun. It, it was. Yeah. So I can't believe that like the NBA season, the condensed NBA season in the bubble was like over like yesterday, yeah. and now it's like we're back. I gave. 
a little over two months. Mm -hmm. They had off, and yeah. All right, Holly, what's your in memoriam? All right, I looked at it as this, as 2020, as like a whole and things that are missing right now in the Disney parks, and I kind of miss the fireworks. Mm. Oh, that is a... Yeah. You know, the, the nighttime spectaculars, like, you don't get any of that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, a good one. That's that a, a fair point. Yeah, very fair point. Uh, mine is, and I think I'm probably the only one in the world... Primeval World, guys. <laughs> I the only love, one in the world. I love <laughs> Primeval World. That was like, if Catherine went to the parks by herself, you bet your ass I'm using a, a fast pass on that. It's I don't amazing do that you say that because we never did right, that Right, because once. we always go to Everest. Yeah, I always we don't, we sacrifice the group to we go on Everest. We never needed an Epcot or uh, Everest Fast Pass that we could just single ride. And I've gotten so much crap over my love of Primeval World, but I love that You like ride. what you like. Yeah. It's a good ride. Yeah. I, lo- I it's love it. It's a good ride. I'm I mean, not going to knock still, it. Do you still have uh, Goofy's Go- Flight? Goofy's Flight School? I know. I know. <laughs> it's similar, but it's not the yeah, same. You're right. Yeah. The, seats are, the seats are like... Tight. Toys. So Sardines. much tighter than uh, I remember feeling like I was going to fall out of Goofy's Flight School. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's kind of the joy of it all, Scott. <laughs> Maddie? Mine is um very uh, recent development, and uh, this one just recently closed. It's been closed at um, on the East Coast for years and years now. Um, that's Snow White's Scary Adventure. As um, we know it. Yeah, it was just announced that it will be closed and refurbished to be... It's, it's already refurbished. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's already totally... Yeah, they're like... going to bring it back in a new version. Snow but, White's um, Amazing Wish or some crap. What is this? Snow, Snow White's Scary, scary Adventure, Adventure. The dark ride of that you go through Snow White and you got the really scary scene hmm. with the uh, the evil queen and she's like looking looking good and then she t- in the mirror and then she turns around and she's the old hag. Um, that, that's so, I I like that, like, I like a spooky, macabre, uh, you know, attraction. Uh, I think it's good contrast of the otherwise squeaky clean Disney Magic Kingdom stuff. So I'm going to miss that. I get that. Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Yeah. Enchanted Wish. Scotty? Well, my memoriam is what might have been, and that is the Epcot rooftop garden for festivals, uh, which will not be a thing. Knew ye. Uh, I, I remember the the drawings of it, and I was I was so fired up about that, but never yeah. to be, never to be. Yeah. yeah. All right, best moment of the year, um, Holly. Right, I'm starting with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, me? Yep. Uh, best moment of the year, just simply being in Walt Disney World is my best <laughs> moment of the year. Um, I guess for me, like the reopening of the parks with COVID. Um, well, this one was a tough one. Um, just being there. Yeah. Um, I had a few, uh, so I'll make them short. I really, really liked our Zoom calls that we did as a podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, and yes, to piggyback sad, off of that, we we met our friends Joey and Jen this year, and hanging out with them at the Riviera was just really fun. Um, I Yeah, also, thank you to everyone who popped in for those Zoom yeah, calls. Yeah, like, we really had a great time we still talk about Anders, Alaska other people with a names everyone (laughs) who I did um I also I I'm sure you kind of get the impression that the trip that we had in October was not my favorite Disney trip it was probably one of my least favorite Disney trips I've ever had um, and the high point of that trip was smoking cigars with Rob on the boardwalk Uh. outside of Atlantic Dance Hall that was a high point in a very low trip so um yep that was that was it um my best moment of the year was the mandalorian finale oh that was mine sorry buddy (laughs) um yeah i just think that i mean and not to take anything away from the mandalorian because it's just it's a great show and it's definitely my favorite star wars property of the last geez 20 years and um yeah it's um it it definitely benefited from from COVID and as weird as that sounds because you know people were home uh in an unprecedented fashion and we were looking for distraction and looking for a lot of people were just in front of their tv sets and this was such a awesome I'm not going to say anything because a lot of people haven't seen it but the finale of the show of season two of the Mandalorian was was great A, a perfect climax to that 
great you know, season. it opens a lot of doors for for the future. Sure does. So I that was mine as well. Okay. Do we start with you, Rob? Yep. No, nope. start with Holly. So it's Rob. Yeah, I I this was um, I struggle with this one a little bit too, and I just said like our overall August trip. Um, you know, it had that was probably the longest period of time it had been since Holly and I had been to a Disney park since we've been going on a regular basis. So it was just good to get away. Um, the crowds were like non-existent. Um, you know, and it was just it, it gave some even though you had to wear a mask basically twenty four seven, um, it gave some sense of normalcy for for about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll always remember that trip. Cool. All right. And resolutions. Um, well, I I just this is like a corny like personal, but like just like adjusting to vacations to feel normal again. Um, I don't think like, that's corny. Like <laughs> I I felt like like this year was just like a really bad. I mean, obviously, real crap year. And I feel like it's going to take a little bit to, like, make it feel normal, even if we have, like, let's say, come, like, October, we, you know, everyone has a vaccine, we're not wearing masks, things are more normal, regular capacity, regular dying, I'm still not going to feel, like, 100%, I know. Um, So I think it's, like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get to that point. Uh, that's kind of weird and nebulous. No, that's that a is, that's a very that good is. point. It it's gonna the trickle down effect of of you know even after this is quote unquote normal. Yeah, and being like around people again, like it's, yeah, it's gonna be weird to be like you know in a crowded place and and like on vacation with my friends because uh, you know there hasn't been a lot of that this year. Yeah. Um. I had a few here. Um, what I'm most looking forward to is Soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to watch that later today after this podcast. I'll check you on that next episode. Yep. Um, I um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. I'm really excited for that ride, which, I mean, should be open. I mean, that's going to open in 2021. I'd, I'd be absolutely gobsmacked if that doesn't open next year. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Disneyland being open. I alluded to that earlier. Um, I, I want to step through and, and walk through Disney's California Adventure. And I'm just looking forward to the vaccine being rolled out in mass and um, this year to be in the rear view. So, there you go. Cheers. I, uh, I said, and I don't know whether this will happen in 2021 or not, but I would love to get back to a run Disney event again. I've, I've done this year. I've done so much running because that's something you can do solo and you can do outdoors. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just having been isolated, I think a lot of the year, that was something I did a lot. So I'm well prepared if they would bring them back, um, you know, probably looking at like uh, the, the food and wine run that they do in November would be the most likely one to do. Um, but also festivals and bars. I, mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we've been in a bar and, you know, some of my favorite bars are in Disney. And so I think that's one of my, I would like to, to go back to as many of the favorite bars I have in Disney in 2021 nice. as I can. Love that. I just, yeah, I, I basically said like just some sense of return to normal. Was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's... Right. I mean, and then Remy's um, and then I think, think that they're saying 2021 guardians of the galaxy what's it Re- cosmic Co- rewind cosmic rewind um, <laughs> I gotta say it the same way I mean. so yeah um yeah hopefully they open um in 2021 so all right holly um i kind of with i'm with you and i'm with rob um, who's you you matt yeah there you go <laughs> sorry um just Remy's, the whole Guardians, and just like that return to normalcy. When's Tron open? I don't think that's 2022. That's why I didn't say it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here's to Space 220 year. restaurant. Yeah. Space 220. That too. I know. But anyway, well, that does it for our year in review. 
What a great year, guys. <laughs> All things considered, in this bubble of people, um, it you know we were very fortunate, and uh, I think that Rob kind of alluded to it up front that you know as trivial as a lot of our um, you know complaints are, you know we. I don't think I, I've lost sight of, of how fortunate, you know, we were this year and, and I'm looking forward to continuing that upward trajectory into the new year and leaving this behind us. Yeah. Yeah, I think it the the best way you could liken it is we're in the traffic jam behind the accident. You know, we avoided the accident and we're complaining about the traffic, but That's a that's a great analogy. Yeah, that's so. a great analogy. I like that. But Anyway, does anyone have any last call items? No? All right, well, cheers to 2020 being <laughs> done and 2021. Nice, fresh I'll drink start. to that. Cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.